0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour. Your source for news, talk, and uncensored commentary here on the Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host Douglas B and you can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every month on veteransair.us and also on Conroe's very own FM 106.1 and 104.5, Facebook Live, YouTube, City TV, and wherever you get your fine podcasts. Um, As always, a little housekeeping before we start. You can contact Veterans Air through the website at www.veteransair.us. Leave us a message, or better yet, you can even text us in the studio on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. And here's a news break for you. Coming in the new year, you can listen to past shows of Veterans Air every day. We're every Tuesday at 1 p.m. on the station. They'll be rebroadcasting. I am coming to you today recorded. I'm recording this day beforehand as I am currently in my secured location in South Texas. Um, Today is December 7th, and that's an important date. Eighty years ago, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. Franklin, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt is famously quoted for his speech after that. He said in a speech on December 8th, quote, Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by the naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. It's 80 years ago today. That attack, which plunged just into World War II with Japan, that attack killed 2,403 U.S. personnel, including 68 civilians. It also destroyed or damaged 19 U.S. Navy ships, including eight battleships. At the time, there were three aircraft carriers. as part of the U.S. Pacific Fleet, and these aircraft carriers were out on, on the sea doing maneuvers. So the J- Japanese were unable to locate them and they were forced to return to Japan, leaving the U.S. carrier fleet intact. Now, the battleship US, USS Arizona was one of the, the battleships attacked and sunk. The USS Arizona remains sunken at the bottom of Pearl Harbor with its crew aboard. Half of the dead from the Pearl Harbor attack we're on the Arizona. At the memorial, a US flag flies above the sunken battleship as serves as a memorial to all Americans who died in the attack. Let's think about World War II in the Pacific. Total US combat casualties in that war with Japan were 111,606 dead or missing and another 253,142, let's try that again, another 253,142 were wounded. Other than today being the eightieth anniversary of Pearl Harbor, why is this date significant to us 80 years later? Why is it so significant to veterans? Well, let's think about veterans. Let's think about veterans from that war and the changes to American society since then. These brave men and women, they lived through very tumultuous, very difficult times, lots of changes, and there's still a few alive that remember those times, but let's face facts. They are but a few and their race is almost run. It is these men and women that we call the greatest generation. This greatest generation, they have memories and wisdom that we all can use in today. Few brave men and women from the greatest generation who, who built industrial America, if you will, few of them have written their memoirs or kept a diary of their lives. And let's face it, few of us veterans today do the same thing. There is one organization though that is honoring these men and women while at the same time documenting their personal histories if they choose to share them. Quilts for Vets founded and run by Lynn Marie Garzy. And as always, see the links below or above or on the side or wherever you're watching this. You met Lynn Marie right here on Veterans Air a few months ago, back in our our June 1st show, I believe. Um, She came up, did the show with me, and we spent the time talking about service, honor, and duty. Lynn Marie at the time was kind enough to bring up uh, to the studio all the quilts that she's made, examples of the quilts. And they they are very, very beautiful. Um, If you missed that show, you can find it here below or above or on the side or wherever these things show up. I bring this up to you because today, Lynn Marie is at the USS Arizona, and she has about 150 quilts that she's going to present to World War II veterans and document their histories. December 7th is also Lynn Marie's birthday, so happy birthday, Lynn Marie. Now, Lynn Marie is quite an author. If you didn't know this, she is, and she's has several books published under her name. Of course, I have a personal signed copy, so eat your heart out. There is one book that I want to bring your attention to that Lynn Marie wrote. And let's see if I can't pull this up right quick and stop wasting time. You'd think I'd have this done by now, right? Wrong. It is entitled From Cotton Fields to Battles at Sea, The Memoirs of Horace Hamilton, Pearl Harbor survivor, author is Marie Garzi. Now, Limarie's father now departed. He was a uh, Korean War veteran. And his story and his life molded Limarie's commitment to service, honor, and duty. Her organization, Quilts for Vets is totally funded by her back pocket and by small donations. So if you are are so inclined, please go ahead and donate to her. Um, You can find that link below on the top on the side, so you know the deal. Quilts for Vets is on a mission to deliver a handmade quilt to every World War II veteran and Korean War veteran out there while simultaneously documenting their memories, so that their wisdom and their experience is not lost to the sand of time. There are whole generations of men and women that proudly served, and we, as a nation, we do try to honor their service, whether it be from World War One, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam, Gulf War, etc., etc., etc. Generations of veterans that. As with our World War II veterans need to document their lives and service. You know, we kid around a lot here on the show, but all kidding aside, I believe that this is very important. Truth be known, it's something that I myself need to do. We need to document what we live through, not only in the service, but also after service. All the things that we do and we did, and that we know and take for granted today as actually wisdom
2: for the next generation. All right. I get it.
1: I, I, I do. I really do. Um, yeah, I lost my place in line here. Let me get to it. There it is. Um, I get it. Who wants to read about my life? Well, everybody would worry about my life, but you might be thinking, who wants to read about your life? And the answer, truthfully, is no one. Not now, at least. We are not writing our memoirs to get published, but we can. I can do a whole show about self-publishing, and if there is enough interest, I'll make a podcast out of it. What we're talking about is writing about our lives and what we learned and all of the many, many, many different things and stuff that we think isn't important is. It's important to others. It's important to the next generations. History is important. I know in today's day and age, we're trying to rewrite history, but your history, Your personal history is important, and you should document this. When I write my memoirs, I'd be writing about learning how to lay tile floor from my father-in-law. I'd write about how my daughter learned to be an adult by watching her mother and I. I'd write about the importance of buying land and working that land. I'd write about learning compassion and caring for those less fortunate than me from my brother Johnny, who after his service started and ran the Hawks Happy Haven Farm. It was a petting farm for special needs children. No one would want to read this now. I admit that but maybe someday my experiences will mean something to others. This isn't an instructional manual that we need to write, but rather the story of our life. You know the old saying, those that do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Well, this is truer today than ever. Writing your memoirs makes you think about who you are and what you've achieved. Okay, I get that there's some of you out there that think you are no one, that you've achieved nothing in life, but I'd like to differ that point. I would say that you have done what others would not or could not do. You swore to protect and defend the U.S. Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic.
2: Not many people
1: can say the same of that. And if you paid your oath with service in combat and many of us out there have, you are even in a smaller percentage of the population. Your experiences are history.
2: Your life is history in the making.
1: Here's a true story. My daughter, Princess George, called me recently to tell me that she was counseling a patient. My daughter is a licensed mental health counselor. She said that she opened her mouth to tell her patient something and daddy came out. God help the patient because you all know for me, sarcasm is my first language. The point of this story is to be conscious of what you say, how you say it and what you do around your children. Children learn how to be who they are by watching you.
2: Telling your life history
1: writing it down, recording it as a video. These things are important to prosperity. Is that the word I'm looking for? It's important for all time. If it was me, I'd write about my regrets. And yes, I have a few, more than some, less than others. I'd write about my small victories, And my colossal failures because even in failure there is wisdom to be learned I'd write about how I learned I would write about how I'm living my life in these times and my thoughts and feelings about our elected representatives I'd write about this show veterans air and how a small local radio station allows me to touch people all over the world. And that's true. I I have maybe four listeners that listen to this live broadcast, but the podcast reaches global. I'd write about people I've met and what they taught me. Jerry Holbrook, Marine, great guy. He taught me how to keep my mouth shut. This is a lesson that I obviously did not learn early enough. I'd read about my friend, Wendy Sue. Wendy Sue has taught me the value of friendship and made me understand the difference between a friend, an associate, a colleague, and somebody that I know that I'm friendly with. They're all different things. I'd write about my beautiful wife who taught me the meaning of love. All the people I've ever known in my life have taught me something when I stop and think about it truthfully. No, not everything they taught me was a good thing either, but I've learned from others about good and bad. From some I learned about greed and pettiness, I've learned about coveting what others have. I learned about the difference between being uneducated and incompetency. Someday, these lessons and these memories, they'll be of value to someone else. Just think about the last few years that we've lived through, tearing down statues, re-editing and writing history um, about the current generation being taught how all white people are racists. Um, about defunding the police, about sexual perversiveness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You have lived in times before this and you will live in times after this. Recording your observations will be important to history and to our future generations. Okay, back on subject. So, Lynn Marie in Quilts for Vets, she recognizes the importance of these memoirs. So, if you could, would you please drop a few dollars in their kitty jar? The link is below. Okay. So, this is our Christmas show, so I guess I have to do something Christmassy. Merry Christmas to you, Merry Christmas to you, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Not good enough? Okay. Well, as has become tradition here on certain holidays, um, I do something over and over again. So, as become our tradition, I'm going to read you a poem called The Soldier's Night Before Christmas. As we listen... Let's remember that while the war in Afghanistan is officially over, there are still military members deployed overseas and in harm's way. According to the global U.S. military deployment data published in the Conflict Management and Peace Science Journal, the U.S. has around 173,000 troops deployed in 159 countries as of last year. Let's think about these
2: these men and women as I read this. <clears throat>
1: I'm gonna take a little sip with my whistle here. The Soldier's Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, he lived all alone in a one bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I'd come down the chimney with presents to give, and to see just who in this home did live. I looked, I looked all about, and a strite. I looked all about, and a strange sight I did see, no tinsel, no presents, not even a tree, no stocking by the fire, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far different lands. With medals and badges of wards of all kind a sober thought came through my mind. For this house was different, so dark and so dreary. I knew I'd found the home of U.S. soldier once I could see clearly. I heard stories about them. I had to see more. So I walked down the hall, pushed open the door. And there he lay sleeping, silent alone, curled up on the floor in his one bedroom home. His face so gentle, his room in such disorder, not how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this a hero of whom I just read, curled up in his poncho, the floor for a bed? His head was clean-shaven, his withered face was tan. I soon understood this was more than a man. For I realized the families that I saw that night owed their lives to these men. Were willing to fight. Soon, round the world, the children would play, and grown-ups would celebrate on a bright Christmas day. They all enjoyed freedom each month of the year, because of soldiers like this one lying here. I couldn't help but wonder how many lay alone, on a cold Christmas Eve, in a land far from home. Just the very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened and I heard a rough voice, Sanch, don't cry, this life is my choice. I fight for freedom, I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. With that he rolled over and drifted off to sleep. I couldn't control it, I continued to weep. I watched him for hours, so silent and still, I noticed he shivered from a code from a cold night's chill, so I took off my jacket, the one made of red, and covered the soldier from his toes to his head. I put on his t-shirt of gray and black with a an eagle and an army patch embroidered on back and Though it barely fit me, I began to swell with pride for a shining moment. I was the u s army deep inside I didn't want to leave. Didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor, willing to fight. The soldier then rolled over, whispered in a voice, clean and pure, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day, all secure. When look at my watch, and I knew it was right, Merry Christmas, my friend, and to all a good night.
2: You know, A lot of us,
1: we celebrate the holidays with our friends and our family. And maybe some of us pray for our brethren, but you may think that there's nothing you can do
2: to help a fellow veteran
1: And I say to you that you can. I encourage everyone out there to do as my wife and I do every year for the past 37 years. Open your home to a military member or a veteran that is alone this holiday season. Just invite them to come on in. This Thanksgiving, we had the usual friends and family show up um, to celebrate thanksgiving with us but not everyone could attend so we facebook live the event this year we welcomed a new veteran and her mom to our gathering and by all indications they enjoyed themselves and we've become friends this simple act of inviting someone to share the day with us has brought joy to all of us. My wife and I may be more than others, as we've met new friends and shared stories and thoughts on a wide range of topics. Dangerous Dan and his family came, of course, they always do every year. And uh, Dangerous Dan's wife, little girl, she brought a marvelous cheesecake to share. D.V. Lewis, he came, brought his mom and dad, but he left his dog named Booty call at home. I think he should have brought that great dog. His tail is dangerous. DV Tanya. Tanya and her daughter could not make it. They had a death in her family, but they were able to join us for the Facebook live event. As did many people, including my daughter, Princess George. It's this simple act of sharing a meal, sharing stories that bring a sense of comfort and acceptance. It is possible to be lonely, even when you're not alone. If you are lonely, speaking to you people out there that, that, that may be lonely, you need to stop and change being alone to seeking others that, if not the same as you, are at least opening themselves to you. But you have to do the work. You need to reach out. It's Christmas after all, and Christmas miracles, they happen more often than you think. I've got a special message for DC Tracy Marie. The phone ain't broke, girl.
2: Don't wait for me to always call you. Your fingers work.
1: What am I missing? Oh, yeah, I got to do my shout-outs. Um, I got to give a shout-out to the sponsor of the show. Before I forget, Veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, a full-service business and marketing consulting firm. Helping that start and fund their businesses for over 30 years. For more information, call 361-904-0044 and tell them you saw it on Veterans Air. Gotta give a shout out to our other sponsor, Bitter Glitter. Veterans Air is made possible by the support of bitterglitter.us. It's a website, bitterglitter.us. Bitterglitter.us, designing motivational and inspiring t-shirts, mugs, and more. Designed by veterans for veterans. Check them out on Facebook or at Bitterglitter.us. You know, it is December. Things are winding down for the year but that doesn't mean that things are stopping. And the VA, they have some news for you. You all know how I feel about the VA. There are very good people who work there and they are very bad people that should not work with veterans. Here's what the VA wants you to know this month. Your VA benefits annual increase. As the cost of living goes up, VA ensures that your benefit rates do too. As of December 1, all compensation benefit rates have increased by 6% to match adjustments made to social security benefits. If you are receiving VA compensation benefits, take a look at what your new rates, the link is below. You notice I'm smoking in my secure, undisclosed location. I can smoke inside. Nothing against you, Engineer Dick. You know we love you. Um, there is a COVID-19 provision that is set to expire. On December 21st, the COVID-19 legislation permitting GI Bill students to receive a monthly housing allowance at the resident rate or the in-person rate while taking approved online courses will end there's a link below this is going out to you dangerous dan to you dv lucas and to you joey aka dork y'all need to check this out and you all need to get your paperwork in within the next two weeks because I'm pretty sure that it's going to be retroactive to when you started. That's a bunch of money. And I wish they
2: had this when I was going to school, but they
1: didn't. You all may have heard last month or the month before that the presumptive period for veterans has been extended. And we're talking about chronic illnesses, um, such as, uh, uh, um, chronic disabilities, uh, fibromyalgia, can't even say it. Fibro when your skin hurts all over golf or veterans rated 10% or more resulting from undiagnosed illnesses to December 31st, 2026. Go read this article, the links below. That's for all the Gulf war veterans out there. rated 10% or more. And they can't diagnose what's wrong with you. The VA says this is a presumptive illness. Go do this if you served in the golf. There's an article, links below, about solid state. If you get a call from VA Solid State, it's actually real. It's not a scam. If you are one of the pre- people that get this call, answer the call. You are one of more than 140,000 newly separated service members who have been contacted by the program since its launch in 2019. Take this call when they call so you can better understand the benefits available to you and get a solid start on your civilian life. Guys, gals, getting out. They've never, they didn't never offered this before you, the, our newly separated uh, military, our, our new veterans. Older vet- veterans like myself, we didn't get this head start, the solid start that they call it, where they tell you about your benefits and tell you um, things of where to go and what to do. They just don't tell you that. They give you a DV 14, a firm handshake and a hearty job well done and away you go. If you get this call, answer it. It's good information there. One of the benefits of being a veteran are military discounts, especially during this holiday season. VA wants you to save money this holiday season with a a variety of discounts. Enjoy deals on clothing, electronics, fitness, food, and more, all available to veterans, service members, as well as their families and caregivers. You should check out these year-round discounts before you make your next purchase. The link's below. Um, Have you all heard of VRAP? Back in my day, they called it something different. Um, Vocational rehabilitation something or other. But this is, this it's currently called VRAP, V-R-R-A-P. It's Victor Romeo Romeo, Alpha Papa for all your rat rig guys out there. Did you lose your job during this COVID-19 pandemic? The Veteran Rapid Retraining Assistance Program, VRAP, provides veterans with education and training for high demand jobs based on the post 9-11 GI Bill rates. Now you only have a couple of days to get this in. So you have to apply by December 11th to receive up to 12 months of benefits. Lucas, Lucas, taking EMT courses in conjunction with your fireman training. This is for you. You need to call the Veteran Regional Office in Houston. Lucas, are you listening? Veteran Regional Office in Houston. So. You are rapidly retraining to go from fireman to EMT and to do it quickly. And let me tell you, EMTs are a high demand job. Call Varro. Call VA Houston. Now, longtime followers of this show will know that that I personally backed wreaths across America. If you're not familiar with this program, what it is is you can donate time and or money to place a wreath on the grave of every veteran in the United States, Well, even overseas. This Saturday, or is it next Saturday? December 18th is the date. Wreaths Across America will remember and honor our fallen heroes by coordinating wreath-laying ceremonies at more than 2,500 locations in all 50 states, at sea, and abroad. Learn how you can sponsor this or volunteer to do this
2: in the link below.
1: Now. Wreaths Across America gets a lot of help from VFW, American Legion, DAV, and other such veteran service organizations. If you have never done this before, I'm going to tell you, go do it. There's a cemetery right there in Houston. It's a veteran cemetery right there in Houston. You need to go do this for yourself. It's deeply moving and deeply self gratifying. Yeah, I think I could say that. Um, How about something to enhance your pension with aid and attendance? Did you know that the VA's aid and attendance and household benefits can boost your monthly pension payments? If you need help with daily activities or if you are a household, or if you're rather, if you're housebound, you may qualify for an increase in VA pension to help pay for in-home care, assisted living, or nursing homes. This is especially important to you, Leroy. Pay attention, I'm talking to you, Leroy. Get your paperwork done. So we've been talking about it for almost a year now. Get it submitted. Remember me talking to you about caregiver assistance for Jackie? This is it. This is also for Senior Chief Pete. Aggie, if you're listening to this, um, if you're one of the yarn addicts that are listening to this, please let Aggie know. Now is the time to start looking into this to get assistance for Senior Chief.
2: There's help out there, Ags, and we'll try to get it for you.
1: I want to talk to you about the VA culture because a lot of us are seeing our primary care uh, care physicians this time of the year. And as I say with the VA, there's good people, there's bad people. There's great medical people down there, there's poor medical people down there. If you are one of the veterans that get poor health care from the VA, or if you see this happening, this is for you. It's called the free bystander intervention training. VA's new bystander, instru- bystander intervention training is for veterans to provide them with tools and techniques on how to respond if you witness harassment or sexual assault. This free online training takes about 30 minutes to complete. All are invited to take this training to help VA maintain a safe environment. Link is below. I encourage everybody to take this training
2: to find out
1: how to go about reporting this, preventing this, um, being a bystander in this, a uh, hundred different ways that this can be applied. But just like everything else in the government, VA has procedures and we have to follow these procedures. You personally can make a difference in enough of veteran's life, so take this training. It's that important.
2: What do we have to do here? Oh,
1: we have to do we we, we have to do what's happening, because there are a couple of things that are happening around town this holiday season, um, and you can you can go to www.visitconroe.com and check them out. But here's a couple that that caught my eye. On December 11th, between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m at the Lone Star Convention Center, we have the Montgomery County Mistletoe Market. And yes, I actually had a practice to say that. Um, If you haven't been to this mistletoe market in years past and you haven't completed your Christmas shopping, go. This is a great place to find things that you didn't know you needed or you didn't know somebody else needed. it, it's a it's a great little market. It's held indoors. It's climate controlled. It's a great place. The little uh, snack shack is usually open for it, so you can get a burger or a hot dog or something. Go ahead and check this out. It's Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's free to get in. Also on December 11th, this is for all your boat people out there. Lake is the Lake Conroe Christmas Boat Parade. It starts. Um, Saturday the 11th at 1 p.m. at Lake Conroe, links down below. Go visit, visit uh, Conroe. What is it? www.visitconroe.com to find out more about this event. Here's something for the kitties. On December 18th, Christmas in the woods. This is uh, December 18th, Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Seven Acre Woods. The seven acre woods is on Fraser, just
2: north of the North Loop.
1: If you haven't been here before, if you have kids, or you have grandkids, um, and you haven't been out to seven acre woods for this, you need to go. It, it really is a great time. We've taken our daughter when she was younger. They do a wonderful job out of seven acres woods. So, go out to there if you have kids bring your grandkids or whatnot going out there it's from 10 to 3 it's a great way to spend saturday afternoon am i forgetting anything probably but you know that's just me all right so that about wraps up our show um but i want to remind you to tune in on january 4th at 1 p.m for our next show and remember, um, please remember to like Veterans Air on Facebook. And when you do, you can be informed about our next show topics, podcasts, what's coming up, et cetera, et cetera. I want to leave you today with this awesome song by the Warrior Song Project. And you can go ahead and download it from veteransair.us or on iTunes. It's all over the place. While we listen to this song, Let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today, today are standing in harm's way. They're standing and protecting our freedoms and our liberties. If you are wearing the uniform, I want to say to you, thank you. I want to say to you that I'm proud of you. And until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant.
0: So weird, I'm a one of a kind and I'll bring death to the place you're about to be. Another river of blood running under my feet. Forging a fire little long ago. Stand next to me, you'll never stand alone. I'm last to leave, but the first to go.